Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cryptic and Unhinged. I'm your host, Mary Kay Willis. I'm so excited to have you guys back for another episode. And this is a very special episode because it is actually my birthday eve. By the time I probably get done filming, recording this, it will be one hour before my birthday. And I'm super stoked. But before we get into the details of everything birthday, bitch, behavior, I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. Make sure you follow my socials. Mary Kate Willis is my Instagram. My Snapchat is Mary Jane Not Kate. My TikToks are MK9 Unit, which I'm currently banned for, are banned on right now from posting. Literally scared I'm going to lose that account because I already lost Mary Jane Not Kate. Still no word about that. My other account for this podcast is Cryptic and Unhinged. And my, what's my other one? Mary Jane Not Kate V2. Yeah. And then I also have a YouTube that I'm going to be posting this video on. And that is, what is your problem tonight? MJ is being so sassy. She just knocked my entire ashtray over and I'm trying not to lose my shit. I already have a bowl pre-packed. I'm going to need one. Also, this is like kind of a different episode. Oh, but the video is going to be up on Mary Jane Okay, my YouTube channel. I also have to stop looking at the viewfinder because my eyes are going to be off. If you ever notice me doing that, that's probably why. But I need to see myself because I'm probably going to be moving around a lot because the cat is in like menace behavior right now. I don't know what's going on. Menace mode. Terrible twos. She's like acting up. Okay. Anyways, my roommates are asleep, so I'm going to have to try to talk kind of quiet or going to bed because I don't want to wake them up. But first and foremost, we need a bowl because mama's stressed. Mama needs a drink. MJ, what is your problem, dude? What's going on? What's going on? Come here. Hey. I don't know where my fucking lighter is. Bruh. Oh, it's on the ground when MJ knocked over my ashtray, which I'm not even going to worry about vacuuming this. She got it in my carpet, like the only area on my carpet. I don't know how this happened. She loves cigarettes. So she was trying to get a cigarette and I kind of swiped her down. I just like touched this on my mouth. This is going to be one of the problems I have to navigate. And she, with her back paw, grabbed the ashtray down in the process. So I'm not mad. It's my fault, but she got up there so quick. I just turned my back and I heard the cigarette noise and i was like oh my god fiend okay bowl started it with a bowl before we get into everything birthday because i celebrated this weekend so we got a debrief on that we got to talk about my plans for tomorrow there's just so much that has happened so much to come yeah here we go Oh no. Oh no. The bull got stuck in the down stem. Oh my god. <coughs> oh my god. Wow. Wow. I'd like lay back for a sec because I feel like I was gonna die. Chops are dangerous in that way. I don't know how I used to snap them. Wow. I think that's the most out of rip, out of breath I've been from a rip on an episode yet. I'm looking in the viewfinder and I feel like I angled this weird, whatever. I'm so fucking over it. Because the other episode I recorded my straight ass stomach the whole time talking about body dysmorphia. Can I not? Like, whatever. I'm wearing a cuter t-shirt today. I feel like 2007 Britney because I do. Honestly, my birthday season, I don't know if it's because I'm a Pisces, but I always feel like as cryptic as fuck. Never goes the way that I want it to ever so i made like kind of a, i didn't mean to cough right into the microphone <laughs> i made kind of a list of what i'm going to talk about so get it get ready i wow i'm like really domed from that last rip i really need to get a new vape too because my vape is fucking dying i got this elf bar and it's a weird looking one and no one thinks it's an elf bar but it is and it's because it's clear it's not supposed to hit with any noise i can attest to it like here i'll hit it right now No crackle. Makes a good public rip. God, that's foul. So basically, let's debrief for my birthday. If you guys were following my TikTok, have been seeing about my birthday, seeing me post about it, it's been a mess. And every year on my birthday, I try to cancel it. Not even kidding, like clockwork. I will throw a huge fit, try to cancel it. It's usually for whatever reason, because I get my period every year on my birthday. I'm very regular with my flow, except for this month. I have gotten my period for the last three weeks. It'll stop. MJ. Stop. Oh my God, she's like killing my monster tree. 
I have to hold the damn cat while I record and she's clawing into me because she's eating my monstera plant and they're toxic for her. I really just got to move it outside and get a different fucking plant. Like I swear to God, that's one of my birthday goals for my 22nd year of life is to just get a new fucking plant because I can't do this anymore. I have to like get up every 20 minutes and like knock her down. Well, not knock her down. I have to pick her up and then she makes that like painful noise, which I probably will include in the podcast, but you'll see it on the YouTube. I'll include a little snippet. I like do that sometimes. It's kind of like how Disney throws in like a, what is it called? MJ, you have to sit in my lap. You're being a menace right now. You're being bad. You have to stay right here. Thank you. Okay. So basically my birthday was a mess because I try to cancel it every year. I, I feel really cryptic period. I've had my period for a month. I think it's my birth control because I just got back on it and it's making me so sick, which is weird because I feel like this happens every time I try to start up one that I've already started again because my body like builds up a tolerance to it or something. But anyways, I got a lot of fucking estrogen in my body this week. Okay. I'm like pressed. And a week before my birthday, I realized no one's coming. Like I had planned this fake wedding this year. And I'll get into my other years too. We'll kind of do a backtrack because like every year there's a story, like since I've been in college, honestly, because I never used to like celebrate my birthday. I just have like a sleepover and we drink at my house when I was in high school. But now that I can go out, it's like changed the game. You know what I mean? Like me and going out, it's like, I forget I have social anxiety and that can either help your drinking or it can make you fucking spiral. So I, a week leading up to my birthday, noticed no one's coming. I have sent out this like evite link because that's the rage these days everyone just sends it over text i put it on my private story i like sent it out to people and only i want to say like 15 people rsvp'd by a week before and i was like fuck so i decided to change the theme because it was going to be super awkward and i noticed it was going to pour rain this weekend in southern california unheard of and i have to celebrate it this weekend because my id expires on my birthday tomorrow and i have to get all these documents approved by the DMV and I never went. I got the documents approved. I just never fucking showed up. So I actually have to print those out too. Also, did I ever tell you, oh my God, this kid has been texting me nonstop about shit that I really just don't care about. What was I going to say? What the fuck was I going to say? I just got so derailed by like the most stupid text message I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. I'm turning my phone on mute. It's like not even like a one text expenditure. It's like a several. So. I'm freaking the fuck out. No one's coming. Just going to get back to telling the story. Forget about the derail. And I changed it to like a bar crawl scavenger hunt at like 8 a.m. one morning. A lot of people couldn't come. It was just like a situation and a half. It was not an easy fix. And I kept changing the day. There was another party that night. So I initially was going to change it to the same night. And then the next day looks like it wasn't going to rain as much. So I was like, why don't we just do like a day bar crawl thing? Yep. So that's what the plan was. We were going to do mimosas at my house before I'd planned a brunch like a bottomless for also sunday but i ended up canceling that because i was like we're just gonna put it all into one day like why not because i'm gonna feel fucking exhausted and not want to do mimosas the next day like knowing myself like i am probably gonna want to get really drunk it's my birthday so i planned that reset out the invites a lot more people end up being able to come it worked out for the better so the stress i guess was worth it in the end and i didn't cancel my birthday the day before so it's a great plan and I was like, all right, cool. Well, let's like fucking ball. I end up getting more people to come. I go to the bar that week. I send it out to people. And now there's like 20 something people coming. And I, I think it only ended up being like 15 of us, but it was still a great fucking time. And I just had a lot of stress with like getting my nails done beforehand because, you know, I'm like high maintenance like that. Of course, I want to look good. I also went out and like got, I bought all the decorations for the wedding theme. So I used some of those repurpose, reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm probably going to still return some of the stuff that I bought though. What else? I feel like there was like a lot that happened that we prepared for. I had to buy food because I was doing like a brunch spread for everyone. I needed to eat before and I still didn't, but we got everything. My roommates baked me a cake. They decorated the house for me. It was super cute. And yeah, like a lot of people, a lot more people than I thought were initially going to come and like had my freak out over ended up coming. And we went out for the day. But we had drank at my house for like two, maybe three hours first. And I had gotten a lot of happy birthday texts because I guess it's like very confusing for people when you celebrate your birthday early. And I wasn't even like, I would say thank you, but I also didn't tell them when my birthday was. I just be like, it's not my birthday. So hopefully they say it twice because I love attention. You know, it's a little upsetting. So I end up 
being drunk before we even leave the house because I've only had half a donut to eat and that was it. Everyone else was like having a great time. Some people that I hadn't seen in a while came. So there's like some mutuals there. It was super fun. So I end up getting very drunk at the next bar we pull up to. This was the bar. Wait, before we even get to this bar, we take a Tesla Uber and the dude is like talking to us about TikTok. And I'm like, oh, I do TikTok. And he's like, wait. And yeah, my roommates start gassing me up. They're like, oh, she's famous. I'm like, hey, not anymore. Lost all my accounts, lost my clout. He's like, maybe my stepdaughter knows who you are. And he calls her and she's like, oh my God, I do. It's her birthday today. And she wouldn't answer because she had just gotten out of the shower and he was trying to FaceTime her. And she's like, no, dad, I look ugly. And so he called her mom, who is beautiful. He was like gassing her up, showing us pictures. I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. And he stopped his rides to call them. And we like had sat in the bar parking lot to like talk to them. And he got my roommate's number. We go inside the bar. This bar particularly was the last place that I went to before I was declared a missing persons foul. And so I go to the fucking, what even happened? We get in. I tell everyone it's my birthday. We go to the bathroom, take pictures because that's part of the scavenger hunt because I had made a scavenger hunt, which we didn't even end up following. Like we just ended up doing the bar crawl part of it. I tried to follow it, but I started getting blocked like three parts of the list in, like maybe a third part of the list in. So I'm getting drunk. I'm drinking more mimosas at the bar. Some girl I had told it was my birthday randomly bought me a shot. I'm getting hammered. I look like shit. My hair's all frizzy. <laughs> it's getting all tangled because the crown and because I keep fucking with it. And that was like my last moments of coherence was at the first bar. I order the Uber to the next bar. I'm starting to like just brown out and we get to the next bar. I don't even remember. We go pee. And then I was like, I want, I want a fishbowl to the bar guy because it was part of the scavenger hunt. And he's like, I need four IDs. So I was like, fuck. So I had to gather four people. Four people showed him IDs. He got me the fishbowl. I paid for it. He took a picture of us drinking it, which is so funny that I made him take the fucking picture. I was like, it's my birthday. Don't remember a lot of what happened at that bar. And then I know we made it to the next one. I vaguely remember sitting at a table with all of my friends. I don't really remember walking into the bar. And then we all decided to go home. I don't remember going home. We get home. And I guess like the attention was just like off me for too long. And I, well, this will actually make sense once we get further into the story about why this happened, but I had a breakdown and also I hadn't been eating all day. So I'm super drunk and I think I took a bowl and I just lose my shit. I shut my door to my room and there's people at my house post gaming. Some of them might add, I don't really know that well. My walls are not that thick. They're not fucking soundproof. I start screaming at the top of my lungs. I call my guy friend from home. I'm like, I fucking hate everyone. No one cares about me. It's my birthday, blah, blah, blah. I was like, everyone just wants to hook up with each other. Like, I don't even know what I was saying. That's what he was saying. I was so far gone at this point. And he's just listening to me scream. I start crying. I'm like yelling. I'm throwing shit. My friend had come in here trying to console me. I'm pretty sure I was like in my bed without a shirt on. And he's like trying to talk to me. And I'm like, I'm not, I cannot. And then he, I don't know what happened after that. I don't know what happened. Like, I just thought I was really fucking upset. I don't even know what triggered it. Probably me being super drunk and being stressed and not eating enough. But I thought also that we only went to one bar. Like, I didn't even remember going to the other ones or two or whatever. And then my roommate's like, no, we made it to three. Like, she ended up coming in after my friend had come in and I think I came out to like left my room and just like apologized to everyone, even though like I was so far gone. I don't even remember if they were there when I apologized or if I apologized to just my roommates. And then my sneaky link texted me. It was like, what are you doing? And I noticed it after my mental breakdown and I was like, oh my God, I should go. So I call him and he's like, no, yeah, come over. And I'm like, order me a fucking Uber, bitch. So he ordered me an Uber. And I was like, wait, can you stall it? Because I was literally in my pajamas crying still and he's like no like you have to get in this super so i grab all my shit like all my makeup put it in a bag try to find my outfit it was like stained with fake tan i couldn't find my boots so i just put on a different outfit put on different boots took off my tights literally got my shit should have brought a hairbrush because my hair was fucked still got in the car went back to where i was partying all day went there. There was a weird social situation there. There's some older men there, befriended them, kind of cryptic. Ended up going out 
again with guys I had never met before, but they ended up being really nice too. Made a lot of connections that night. And then we went back. I don't remember falling asleep. I just know that we passed the fuck out. I remember sitting in this chair that he had in his room and I just woke up the next day. We were having a little silly. I was so fucking hungover, you guys. I felt so nauseous. I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. Like I, I wanted to order my Uber home, but I couldn't stand up. I couldn't sit up without getting nauseous. And he got me a McDonald's Diet Coke. That always revives, always revives, revival times 1000. Nope. Was feeling like absolute ass. I was like, maybe I should just pull Drake. And he's like, no, 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 you're probably fine. Like, just sit with it. And then I got up, got dressed, got in the Uber, went home. They were chirping me for my fake tan. Couldn't find my purse. And I was like, I know it's here. And then I get in the Uber, I get home. First thing I do when I get home is pee. And as I'm like peeing, I look down and I'm like, oh my God, I got my fucking period. And it wasn't just like a little bit, it was like a lot. And I was like, oh my God, I definitely like blood in his bed overnight. I didn't see anything, but I wasn't looking that hard. And I was like, I definitely did. You know what I mean? It's just one of those where I was was wearing a t-shirt and underwear and it was very thin underwear. So I was like, oh my God, do I text him? And I ended up even calling my mom about it. And she's like, MK, just tell him. So I did. And I was like, listen, I'm so fucking sorry, but (laughs) I was like debating telling you, but he's like also not the type to really care. He's like older. It's probably happened before. He also told me that day that he's lived with a girl before. So that made me feel a little bit more at ease. It happens. And he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. LOL, I see it. Like, so I did confirmed. And I was like, I can come do your laundry. And he was like, it's okay. I can do it myself. But awkward. <laughs> so bad. And I was like, well, that's why I had my freak out last night. Like, regardless of what exactly happens, like, that's why I fucking went berserk. You ever seen those, like, what are those, like, freak out video compilations or on YouTube when we were younger? I found out those were staged and I was so pissed. But one of you has to know what I'm talking about. There's that kid who like freaks out in his room and his family films him or like has these freakouts. Yeah, like that's that's the level of like how insane I was acting. Like people who barely knew me are hearing me lose my shit, probably thinking I'm having like a psychotic break. I felt so embarrassed like the next day. So fucking embarrassed, like shame nation. I like literally spent all of Sunday just in bed with the lights off. And then today I woke up and I feel like shit. I woke up at noon. And I don't know if it's a two-day hangover, my period, or like me being mentally exhausted. However, I will say it was probably a good thing that I got that out because I was probably holding it back. So I don't feel that much shame about it in that sense because it was going to happen anyway. But alcohol is a way of doing that. So yeah. And then to kind of go back to like how I cry every year on my birthday, this is not the first year that this has happened where like everything's in shambles. I would consider what happened this year actually one of my better birthdays. My freshman year of college birthday was really good, but since quarantine, I've been fucked up mentally. And my sophomore year, I was on Lexapro, and this was after I had stopped drinking for a few months. And then at the end of the few months, I had stopped taking the Lexapro. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So like, if I want to drink again, I can't be on it. Like, I just couldn't drink on it. Every time I did, I would take like one, maybe two shots and be like borderline incoherent, unconscious, because I wasn't eating at the time either. Like I was so fucked up. So I got off it, felt a little bit better. Things were returning to normalcy. I had gotten broken up with like right before Christmas. So I was already kind of entering a new little situation at the time, which was great. And the only downside was my whole friend group now consisted of a ton of Pisces. And we were all like back to back to back to back which sucked because we all had to plan around each other's birthdays and make sure we didn't do it on the same day. And so we didn't really do a great job of that the first year. And it was kind of a clusterfuck because I ended up getting like the Sunday of the weekend. And it was bad for me because we had gone Friday and Saturday and then I was doing Sunday. So everyone was like tired and super hungover and no one wanted to drink. And I was like pissed. And on Saturday night, when it hit midnight into my birthday on Sunday, we were already at a party and everyone left the party super quick because they were all tired and we had been out all Friday night and they wanted to go to bed before my birthday was early in the morning because it was a day party again. We had taken a Duffy out. It's like a small boat in the Newport Harbor. 
And uh, yeah, it was like just such a big fucking deal because I was so drunk again. Like I was getting so fucked up and I just had this huge, which is like probably a good thing that I didn't drink in the days leading up to my birthday this year. Not only because I was preparing my body and my fucking mental health, but I knew that this this shit happens like clockwork every year because I get fucked up and no one makes a rational fucking decision when they're drunk. You know what I mean? Like that's just not. So anyways, I am canceling my birthday that night because my family was visiting and I had gone back to my mom's Airbnb because I just didn't want to be at home. I was kind of living in a shitty living environment, like toxic. So I was happy to stay at my mom's Airbnb with them for the week. And I was just like screaming, crying, put myself to bed. My mom's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I need to go to bed. Like I just like kind of knew, but similar kind of vibes where I was just like so upset beyond compare. And I canceled my birthday in every single group chat and was like, no, none of you want to come. No one cares. Same shit as I did this week. Some things never change. And yeah, then I left all the group chats, left everything canceled everyone was so confused when they woke up the next day they're like is it still happening and i'm like yeah sorry i was being like fucking stupid last night my mom had to wake me up and tell me that i canceled everything because my friends texted her out of confusion because my mom had also texted them out of confusion like what the fuck is happening and everyone still ended up coming which was nice and we had a good time i had a great time it was a good birthday my friend Cara made me a cake it was beautiful she does every year this is the first year i didn't have her making me a cake so sad, but my roommates made me an adorable one. Speaking of, I haven't even tried it yet. We never even got to eat the cake. We all just like got drunk. And so the year after my junior year, so this is last year, I was newly single, probably a month single at this time. And I was hanging out with this, a few guys, but there was one who I was like friends with forever. And I ended up like kind of hooking not even hooking up with like he would just like let me sleep at his house there's a few guys like that very weird porn addiction is a crazy thing so anyways i'm like what happened that year why did i try to cancel it last year no i remember it happening i just think like i was probably again what did we do what did we do we went to like Catalina Island. And then we also had a lot of party buses. This was like the year of the party buses. So I got one for my birthday and we got really drunk. I don't know why I tried to cancel it though. I don't think I really did. I think I was just nervous about like where it was going to be because I didn't know where I was going to host it. Cause at the time I lived in a duplex and there was a lot more people coming that I was like worried about fitting on the bus. So that was an issue. And then it was really expensive. Normally people like make others throw in, but for whatever reason, my parents are like, no, like we'll just pay for it, which they did not have an easy time doing because I don't got it like that. I wish I did, but they figured it out. And I, I think I paid for some of it. I'm not going to lie. And it was a good night, honestly, but I did have a breakdown. Oh, in the days. No, that was the year before that I was crying. No way. I don't really remember. I think my pink Whitney, got stolen one year. I don't know if that was the year before that, the year after that. I think that was the, that was sophomore year. And that's also why I was upset. I think, no, maybe that happened my junior year. I don't know. It was like, we took party buses for like freshmen. No, not freshman year, sophomore and junior year. That was like a huge party theme. And I took mine to Taco Bell Cantina. So I was like very very fucked up at Taco Bell Cantina. But that was also a good night. It ended up being a great birthday. I had fun. And then, yeah, my freshman year was good because I only planned a little bit of it. I did a picnic in a park with all my girlfriends. We just like had white claws and I got it catered for my favorite Mexican place, Cafe Rio. So good. It's like delicious. It's like better than Chipotle, honestly, because it's made right in front of you and everything looks like so fresh and you can watch them make the tortillas and stuff. It's literally the best thing ever. Oh, I don't know if MJ is getting like in heat. I think so. That would make a lot of sense as to why she's getting menacey. Girl, you and me both. Are you making me get my period so much? Is that your fault? So yeah, it's it's been a pretty usual clockwork thing for me. And I really thought I avoided it this year until it happened on my birthday, which not always the greatest, but we did party for eight hours. And then when I went out after that probably counted for another like four 
party, was partying for 12 hours. That's a long day. No wonder why I felt like shit after. And so my advice for not crying on birthdays would to be like prepare. And I tried to talk about it in therapy leading up to it, but I think even my therapist knew it was going to happen. She's like, good thing it's happening after your birthday. And I was like, I know. I think that Oh my God, she's really bad right now. I think also just like taking care of your mental health is really important and monitoring how much you drink because it can be dicey, you know, especially if you're not emotionally regulating the way that you should. Like I always think that because I'm journaling, like I'm so on top of my shit, but that doesn't mean you're actually sitting with and confronting your feelings. Like you have to constantly acknowledge them. And if you don't, they're just going to keep getting subdued and they're going to come out like that in ways that you don't want them to. So you have to be hyper aware in that way and have to be almost just so vigilant. And it sounds obviously way easier said than done, but when you start to notice it bit by bit, you start to notice it collectively and then it just kind of changes your mindset. I mean, that's called reparenting. That's something I learned about actively in therapy. But yeah, I think Honestly, my trauma from birthdays probably goes back to me being younger because I still did cry on my birthday when I was younger. Like my mom would piss me off about my birthday. So I think I kind of dread it in a way. Like I always make it up to be so hype and like it's going to be the best thing ever. And I know every year that it's just always going to make me upset in some way. Yeah. So I think not crying on your birthday is also my roommates were really good at de-escalating it and having good friends. Like my friends calmed me the fuck down. They're like, MK, you are tripping the fuck out. Like you're crazy. And you know, in a weird way, I don't recommend seeing a situation ship or having a fucking sneaky link. But that was like the only thing that diverted me from having a mental breakdown was like, I wasn't done going out yet. Like I wanted to stay out. And so in a way, like I got to keep going out. Like I think I have a really hard time settling down after getting that riled up to like going from 100 to zero. And that's always caused me breakdowns, you know, like that's pretty on brand for me. Things I've learned in my 21st year, and I feel like we should do like a little bit of some story times. Like this has been probably one of the fucking craziest years of my life. Like everyone was like, oh my God, 22 is like the best year. And it's like, yeah, because you had to fucking live through 21. Okay. 21 was miserable. I went through probably way more lows than highs. And it was just me trying to understand everything that was going on. And I like couldn't, I don't think I fucking knew ever what was happening. I, you know, obviously went through a breakup. I am dealing with like trying to graduate on time. I dealt with like a lot of like family issues and, you know, still rebuilding my relationship with my dad actively and my parents as a whole, reparenting myself. I think this year has been really good for therapy. Did get put on antidepressants at one point. That wasn't great, but you guys already heard the sugar daddy story. I don't need to retell it. What else happened? I feel like there was a lot. I didn't really do a lot of traveling. Oh, I did in my 21st year. That's such a fucking lie. I did go to Vegas. I went to Arizona. Yeah, I feel like I went to a few West Coasty places. I hope in my 22nd year that I get to go to more. But advice I would give for like being 21, honestly, is... First of all, knowing your self-worth, I think something that I did this year a lot was like just sneaky link, sneaky link, sneaky link, sneaky link, sneaky link. I would say, oh my God, like I'm trying to think of like the worst one I've had yet. I'm trying to think of the worst one that I had yet. Well, there was one that like, I don't even understand what happened or how it happened. And I'm kind of mad that it did. I just like don't understand him or his friend group to be so honest with you because now it's become like a big inside joke. But yeah. Ooh, Ooh, you know what I've learned this year? Don't fucking homie hop. All right. The other night I'm hanging out with one of my friends who is in a fraternity at my school. And mind you, I don't really go to fraternities anymore because it's just not it's not really my thing. Like, I think I'm too old to fucking be there. Like, tell me your hot takes on being a senior at a frat party because every time I go in there, I feel like geriatric. You know, I know no one. I'm like, I go to like the smallest school ever. How is it possible that I don't even know like more than probably 20 people here? It's ridiculous. And most of the guys that I know are the guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay for 
guys and older, I guess, men in that sense, like anyone who's an upperclassman that's a male and in the fraternity to be there. But it's weird for like older girls to be there. I feel like I rarely saw seniors at frat parties throughout my time in college. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a few that still go regularly, but I just feel very out of place, very much out of place, especially not being affiliated. It's hard to like branch out in that way. And I guess, I don't know. I... I'm trying to move on from my school. Honestly, like it's my time to branch out and meet people in my area that don't go to my school because now I have to enter the real world and like get a job and stuff. So that's, that's fucking horrible. What else have I learned in my 21st year? Pursue the fuck out of your passions. Like, hello, I started my TikTok before I turned 21, like right before I turned 21, I really got into it. Look at where I am now three and almost four band accounts, but collectively I probably had close to 800,000 followers total across all those accounts. So I mean, you'll never know if you don't try. And I think knowing too, like a big central theme of this year is like what's meant for me won't go by me. And because of, you know, believing in that mantra alone, I feel like I've had a lot of insane experiences and just it's changed my life. I feel like in more ways than one and being open to just accepting that like things are going to be the way that they are. I think I have a lot of trouble being a control freak. And this year I've had to learn to let go a lot in more ways than one. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not even a specific way I can understand that. This was also the first year that I went from relationship hopping to processing a breakup. And let me be the first to say, if I can offer you any big piece of advice, it's process it, sit with, sit with being broken up with, understand that maybe it really is not you and it is them. And like, you have to think about that and think about what you brought to the table and think about what they brought to the table. Because a lot of the times I failed to see my romantic relationships as a two-way street. Like I love a victim complex. Okay. Something else I realized this year about myself is I love to be victimized and I will, you know, look at anything through that scope to feel bad for myself. I love feeling bad for myself. Like literally one of my favorite hobbies. I need to get healthier hobbies, but for right now, that's it. And so I always just blamed kind of everything not working on myself and, you know, everything that was going on, they could word for word be telling me that that's not the case. And I think I wasn't like, I wasn't like living with that. You know what I mean? Like I was I wasn't thinking any deeper and I wasn't listening to that. And I just assumed that I was the problem. And I continuously was trying to prove to myself that I was lovable in all the wrong ways. You know, the cat's eating the plant again. One sec. MJ just broke my monstera plant and I'm trying to be so calm. I am trying to breathe. She ripped off like an entire branch. I'm so angry. You're horrible. Why did you do that? You know I don't like when you do that. You just ripped the whole thing. I haven't even touched her yet, and she just rips it. As soon as I stand up, I was like, great. Almost almost in time. No, you're sitting right here for the rest of this fucking episode, bitch. Nope. Yep. Anyways, yeah, I just think I spent a lot of my years before my 21st year living for others. And like, that was a big takeaway. It was just, it's time to be a little selfish and to be selfish in the right way and not to come off, you know, like in a bad, you know, egotistical. Cause starving your ego too, that was something I had to learn about this year. My ego was large and I got checked a few times. I word for word had a guy say to me this year, for someone who claims to be so emotionally intelligent, you don't really communicate well and you don't really communicate how you're feeling very well. And I was like, oh my God, this fucking asshole. I just got read to filth by some fucking loser. And I felt like shit about myself for a little bit there. But then again, like I also had to learn to like, I'm fucking 22 almost. I got to learn to like have thicker skin. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't let shit like that bother me because if I let all those little comments bother me like that, like I would be a miserable negative fucking bitch, almost as miserable as the people who said it. So I got to learn to let go. And that's been like the hardest thing is like to also pick my battles 
And that came with dropping the ego too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to like prove myself to fucking everybody. Like I know I'm enough. And that's, that's a tough lesson to learn, you know, like self-doubt is a bitch and it's something everyone faces every day. It's ugly and no one wants to be around it. And it's something people run from, but I feel like the more you face a head on, the easier it gets to like deny it and challenge it, you know? All right. Let's take another rip. This cat knows exactly what she's doing. She waited until my hands were completely occupied with the piece and got up to run away. Evil. You sit right there. You know you're not being nice right now. You just broke mommy's plant. I also feel like she's literally trying to destroy her collar sometimes. It's so fucking cute. I got it from PetSmart. It's a little chrome star. I pick her up right now, but she's being annoying. So she's going to yell at me. I'm trying to think of other story times that happened in my 21st year because you guys love when I tell stories, but honestly, like, you know, I've told most of it on here because I've had social media for the last year. I think that's crazy too, like knowing that. I've also had to learn to not give up. I've really faced, you know, in all this adversity and all these challenges, like you just have to keep going because there's going to be a lot of people that learn from shit like this that I go through and from posting it the way that I do. You guys already... I feel like, tell me a lot. Like you've helped me to understand myself and you've helped me to cope better. And I'm like, that's my real fucking purpose. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm here to get out of everything. And that's why I have to go through these things because they, someone else might benefit from it. Someone else might benefit from knowing that they're not alone in it. And just like you will, it's like, I don't know. There's so much greatness and human connection in that way. And just because it's not physical or personal, it is personal in a way because it's still like, you know, we're talking. Also, keep in touch with your friends from back home. I reconnected with mine this summer, this past summer, and it was the best thing I ever did. Like I went out with them all summer. You know, I really got to reconnect with some people that I grew up with. And I heard stories about myself that I forgot about, like such validating stuff, especially through going through these like breakup healings. I think I've talked about my first ex-boyfriend ever a few times before, but I don't really... I don't really talk about like the relationship in detail. And I think it's just because that was such a hard year in my life that I don't really remember it. Like there was so much going on at home with my parents, like splitting up, my dad moving out, my dog passed away. Like it was just an intense year. She's going back for the plant. I just don't know how to keep her still. So that was like a whole problem this year was just, or that particular year was everything was just happening and going on at once. I was like getting diagnosed with mental health stuff. I was having trouble finding a therapist. So I wasn't really talking to anyone about what was going on with me. And it was just really crazy with everything happening. And I started developing an ED. So I was like in nightmareville in terms of mental state. And I don't really, I guess I like blocked a lot of the year out just because like a fucking trauma response. And my friends were talking about my first relationship to me when I was home because I don't remember any of it. Like, Again, it feels like forever ago to me. And I was like, holy fuck, I forgot all of this happened. I feel like I was just hanging out always with kids who did not like their home life, which not that I had like a bad growing up or anything. I just think my mom was like overly present and my dad was overly absent. So, I mean, like he was there, but he just like wasn't really there. So that's something that I do recommend though, is making peace with your past and especially with your parents too, like just understanding that they're inherently flawed just like you are. And no one, like something I learned through therapy is like no parent is perfect. Like everyone has, you know, been traumatized by the way that they were raised indirectly. Like obviously your parents don't mean to fuck you up. Some really sadistic motherfuckers might, but mine didn't. And they're apologetic, but they also, it's hard for them to own up to their mistakes because they don't want to believe that they're wrong. They don't want to believe that, you know, they're the reason that you act a certain way. And that's what I feel like with my dad specifically. My mom's a little bit better at taking accountability, but my dad is not. And I just have to, you know, accept him through that. Breaking trauma cycles has been one of my goals or was one of my goals of being 21. And I really did. I overcame my eating disorder, which was really hard. I, this is the first year that I've been able to gain weight. 
Is it probably because of alcohol and Taco Bell? Yes, but like I gained weight, bitch. So what the fuck, you know, like move on. But dealing with comments about that, especially in recovery was so fucking hard. Like I had a guy say to me, I think I've mentioned this before, but like as soon as we like linked up, he was like, you were like scary thin when I first met you. And we were like in his hot tub, I was in a bikini. And he's like, you look so much like healthier now. And then I never saw him again after that. How the fuck do you think that made me feel? Little asshole. So- he was a dick, but like little comments like that really fucked me up because my girlfriends, they would never even think to comment on my weight. You know what I'm saying? Like people would say like, your butt looks good. Like your boobs look good. And that was that, you know, like my girlfriends would never say anything about that. What I have planned for my actual birthday tomorrow, my mom is flying in from Connecticut, which is super exciting because I don't know, I miss her, but there's Storm Piper, right? There's some fucking snowstorm happening. And my mom was supposed to fly out of Hartford and it's not supposed to snow in New York. The one time she doesn't fly out of JFK. And she also booked the entire trip on points. So she had to like rebook the entire thing. Well, she just wanted to change her departure flight. So now she's getting it at noon tomorrow, which is exciting. So she'll still be here for my birthday. We have reservations at Benihana. I fucking love Benihana. It was our usual thing to do, but then it shut down with COVID. So we've had trouble getting a reservation there, even since it reopened last year because it was so busy after. It also took a while for it to reopen, but yeah, love Benihana. It's our tradition. Or I skipped school today because I wasn't feeling well, but I'm going to get a doctor's note. So that's good because I just... I, I just can't go. That and like I genuinely, like while I haven't been feeling well, it is also my birthday and I've gone to school on my birthday every fucking year for the last four years. I deserve to skip it for a year. You know what I'm saying? What else do I have planned? That's really it. Honestly, my mom got a cake too, but I'm just a little bit worried that she might not make it back in time. Like part of me is a little bit scared. Also, something that happens every year is I always get, you know, one of those like, motherfuckers trying to happy birthday their way back into my life. And I'm sure everyone deals with this at some point in their life. It's just like a rite of passage, especially as you, you know, have exes and particularly ex situationships. Like my ex-boyfriends don't even like to do that. It's always the ex situationships that slide back in with the happy birthday. Dirty, but I kind of love that for us. Yeah. Super annoying. And then I, I don't know. I really hoped this one ex would do it because I had, <laughs> You ever like have mutuals post and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like they're definitely going to see it. I really thought he would think it was my birthday because there's no way he remembered the actual day. But then I realized like there's no fucking way his happy birthday is way back into my life. I don't know. I don't know. There's still time though. And then also like there's just like, I don't even know. So many things that I still want to do in my 22nd year. Maybe we should brainstorm things that I want to do. I definitely still want to be cryptic, you know, like as much as I'm graduating and saying I'm getting my shit like on the street and narrow, I'm still gonna be a menace to society in more ways than one, because that's just my, that's just my forte. And I think you should always be in touch with your inner child in any way that you can. And my inner child likes to cause a ruckus. Like something that I realized about myself is everyone has different versions of inner children, right? Like Everyone has all these different ages of themselves. Like you don't just have one inner child. There's several. And it usually correlates with, unfortunately, years that you experience childhood trauma at. So my loudest motherfucking version of myself is like my 18-year-old me. And she hates authority. She hates pretty much anyone who disagrees with her. She also like her and 16-year-old MK are kind of running shit too. So that's why like... I don't know, when you think of someone acting out or like someone who's really upset, they act childish. And a lot of people say you're acting immature. It's like, no, they're traumatized and they're reverting back to their inner child. Like that's why they're acting like that. That's a defense mechanism. Crazy. Like so many things I learned about this year about myself. I think now that I've gained the self-awareness, it's the setting it into action. And that's why I'm trying to take these steps to better myself. Like for my birthday, I've kind of said, I'm quitting chops. Like tomorrow's my last day. And- March 1st, I'm waking up and just quitting cold turkey. I think I'm going to get rid of my peace and just go on a tea break. And after that, I want to just smoke J's at night because it's just got to a point where like I wake up every day and all I think about are taking bowls. And I would like to have a fucking tolerance break as well because I really struggle with doing that. And I think I want to like just reassess my relationship with it. You know, just like I kind of did with alcohol a couple months ago when I like took three and a half weeks off because it was like, I just need a break. I need like time 
to think about why I'm using it in the way that I am. And like my relationship with weed is arguably worse. Like just because I'm not, you know, like losing my inhibitions, like alcohol ultimately causes more problems because it's more of a mind altering substance, which is fucking crazy because weed still isn't legalized in a lot of places, but alcohol causes way more fucking problems. So MJ, stop. Now you're just being a menace. I don't know if you hear MJ meowing in the back, but I'm so sorry. She is like public, again, public enemy number one. She gets it for me. So that's been like a whole issue is like, I've just been wanting to stop for a while. And I think that will come with like due time and just like really putting in the effort to stop because saying it again is one thing, like saying, I want to stop and saying, I'm going to stop. Like, it's not, I will try it's I will. And so I've been trying to rewrite my mindsets and actually put things into action. And that's my first step. I also would like to get myself into better shape. So maybe you guys will see a fitness arc entering. Don't bet on it though, because I don't know, I haven't worked out in a really long time. And I think it's just a matter of like getting my physical health back first. Cause y'all, I'm not even fucking around. The other day I had a park when I went to work on the top floor of the fucking dorm parking garage. Cause I was working in the dorm gym. We have two gym locations on campus and you like alternate between where you work. And so this particular day I was working in the dorm one and I had gone to the top floor of the fucking parking garage because there was no parking. Everyone was there. It was like a Monday morning, super early raining. No one was going anywhere. Everyone was fucking asleep. And I was like, oh my God, I'm about to park at the top. It's windy as hell. I get up, get down, work was fine, get through the shift. And then I'm leaving and I have to walk back up the stairs. And I was like, maybe I should take the elevator. And I was like, no, you know what? I don't want to be lazy. And there was this girl behind me and I was like, oh my God, I have to walk fast. So I'm walking super fucking fast. I'm trying to like hike up these stairs, giving a little jog, a little pep in my step. Nope. Reach the top. I, it's got to be like the sixth floor, honestly. So probably like seven flights of stairs. No, there's like the little strip in between both of them too. So maybe more than that. By the top, I would I could not breathe. And I was like, you know what? When I was younger, like I could have cleared this no fucking problem. Now, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I literally probably could have had a fucking heart attack or something. <clears throat> that and like, you know, you hear me coughing. I always get sick because of the chops. And whenever I do get sick, it always affects me the most in my throat and in my lungs. I cough up black. I mean, that's pretty natural. Your lungs are cleaning itself that way if you're a smoker. But mine is like particularly getting a little bit more frequent. And it's freaking me the fuck out. Constantly wake up with dry mouth constantly have like a raspy voice my voice has dropped like seven fucking octaves like what else has happened it's affecting my mental health i get really anxious without it probably gonna have a lot of mental breakdowns follow my tiktoks if you want to see the progression of me trying to quit these fucking chops because like if you've never done them don't ever do them they're like the most addictive thing ever and they're disgusting like you guys see what my bong looks like like that's just like i don't even want to clean it because it gets that dirty in like three days yeah it's just not good for me and i think i'm just done i think i'm tired of it tired of this grandpa then I have like so much shit I want to be doing so it's like I can't be sitting around getting baked all day like that's not going to do anything for anyone or solve any problems like it's only going to cause more than it solves and I feel like I used to be such a go-getter and now I just like stopped everything to you know smoke weed all day and I'm interested to see because I feel like when I took my tea break like a little over a year ago I was doing so much and I just did it for three days, you know, like just to distract myself. But I also like had more energy. That's the thing too, is like, it makes you really lethargic, obviously. Like the couch potato aspect is so fucking real. Other things I want to accomplish when I'm 22, I'd love to build my platform back. I know I'm going to, I'm going to build my platform back. You guys will find me. I want this podcast to blow the fuck up. I want to get like crazy guests. I'd never thought I'd have before on it. Like fucking Alex Earl, like call her daddy fucking what's her name alex cooper they're all alex's it's gotta be a theme i don't know i just like i want to meet new people i want to meet more people in like my sort of field of things what else do i want to do i want to travel more this year i want to go places i don't know where i'm gonna go i want to get my first big girl job that will probably happen. This is going to be like a big year for me, you know, graduate college. Ideally, I did just get a weird notification saying I'm missing requirements, but it's weird because I just had a meeting about it where they said that I could. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. What else? I want to go home for the summer and I would love to see my friends from home 
And I want to start doing art again, too. I think that would be really rewarding for me because I've always been an art hoe and arts and crafts bitch. And I want to let my hair grow long. I think my goal for my 22nd year is to not cut my hair. If possible, everyone's like, get a trim, it grows faster. I have personally witnessed my hair growing faster when I don't cut it. So I'm just not going to. I'm just going to let her do her thing, nature take its course. And then what else? I don't know what else I want to do. I want to go to the beach more in this year and I want to stay in California. So I hope that works out for me financially. I want to be financially independent because that obviously kind of has to happen for post-graduation. Also this year, I want to pay my fucking parking tickets because I think I have some outstanding ones. Yeah, that's like pretty much everything that I have planned for my whole birthday year. I'm excited to see what's to come for me because I feel like I don't know. I feel like I've had a lot of setbacks and just everything has felt like it's against me. But once I know that I like get everything in order and take better care of myself and try to just set myself straight and really work on myself truly, like everything's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. I'm trying to put like my dating on a hold too. Like I, you know, am the type of person who's always been in a relationship and I feel like that's really hindered my self growth in more ways than one. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited for what's to come in my second, 22nd year. My second year, honestly, I feel two years old sometimes. Like I am just not the most mature person. But yeah, I don't know. Nothing ever really goes the way that I plan it to, but it always is very exciting. I will say that. And I'm excited to have you guys on this journey with me in my 22nd lap around the sun. That's a kind of a corny quote, but I'm also going to try to go get breakfast with my sister tomorrow. So I should probably end this episode while I can still get a reasonable hour of sleep because it's just about to turn 11, but I may stay up until it's officially my birthday. But thank you for watching another episode of Cryptic and Unhinged. I got to go deal with MJ now because I don't know what she wants from me. Make sure that you follow all my socials. My TikToks again are MK9Unit, Cryptic and Unhinged, and Mary Jane Not Kate V2. I cannot post on MK9Unit right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'll probably have it on band though by the time this episode gets up, I hope. What else? My Snapchat is Mary Jane Not Kate. My Instagram is MaryKate.Willis. My B-Rolls Mary Kate Willis. And my Twitter is Mary Jane Kate. And this YouTube video is going to go up on my YouTube channel, Mary Jane Kate. And I feel like we should take one more bong rip before I go, even though MJ's being a menace. Little Easter egg. That's what they're called. I love how I realized that at the end of the episode, something that I was talking about at the beginning. Like, I love when things come full circle like that. MJ, I need you to like chill out and come sit in your little fucking carrier for like two seconds. Oh my God, she's being so bad. She does not like the leash. I have to leash train her still. So I was able to pack half a bowl. My friend told me when I got her that she was going to be like a toddler in some ways. And I did not believe him. But now that she's older, I believe him. Like she almost was better as a kid in a lot more ways. She was just needy. Now she's like just in her menace age. I feel like now she's like really like a toddler. Okay. Anyways, cheers to this though because I need this for my sanity. Anyways, y'all, that was my last rip of the night. I hope you guys have a great night, day, morning, wherever you are, whatever time this releases. And I will tell you more about my birthday probably next time. And I'm hoping to have a guest. I want my mom to be on next episode. So stay tuned. That will be an exciting one. And yeah, I'll see you next time.